Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comic Comedians. I'm your host, Shuby, and today I have a super special podcast for all of you guys because I decided to go on TikTok Live and talk with my friend Ringo, or 60 Second Comic Book Facts, about The Last Ronin, the newest TMNT book from Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, the creators of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, this book, it takes place in a dystopian future where all the turtles are dead except for one, and he is out for vengeance. And there's going to be tons of spoilers in this podcast, so if you haven't read the book yet um one what are you doing but secondly go read it because it is that good for the past year ringo and i have been reading this book like it is a new religion i mean we laughed we cried and we loved it it was so good and we are going to share all of our thoughts with you guys on this podcast right now so i'm just going to stop talking and we're just going to jump into that title sequence right now Yeah, there we are. Yeah. Where are we? we got this. We got this. We got this. Welcome. We're getting everybody. started now. Yes. Okay. So I'm I'm so excited, dude. We are going to be talking about so much. So let's just jump into that. Let's just jump into the podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comic Comedians. It is me, Shuby, and today I am here with a very special guest, 60 Second Comic Book Facts. How are you today, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Hope you are too. I am doing Fan freaking tastic! Having a great day, and I, I can't wait to talk about one of my favorite things in the world: the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. More specifically, the Last Ronin. I am so excited to talk about it. It's now in a hardcover. Did you get the hardcover? Uh, no, but uh, they didn't send it to me when it first came out. But they said they'd send it to me when they sent some of the other books that they got for me. Okay, well, dude, it is. So I've beautiful. seen the hardcover. It's it is nice. so nice because they, they sent me one and I was so glad to like IDW sent me one and I was super glad that they uh, that they sent that to me and I was super excited. It's so beautiful. And honestly, I think the last Ronin is probably one of the greatest stories that Ninja Turtles has put out ever. Yeah. Yes. I uh, I was intrigued from beginning to end. I was I was on board before I even uh, knew what right. the story was about. And uh, from issue one, I was hooked. Oh, dude, literally the last panel of that book. Mm -hmm. That was it. Because, you know, it's Michelangelo. You know, we, we were not expect Like, I remember everybody was like, it's Raphael. It's obviously Raphael. Even I was thinking it was, it's Raphael. It was a tie between Raphael and Donatello. And I was on Donatello. I was like, it's going to really? be Donnie. What, yeah. what made you think Donatello? Because, well, he's a character doesn't get much of the uh, the light on him. Uh, you just wouldn't expect the nerdy one to become the strongest and last surviving turtle. Right. I, you know what? That makes sense. That that does make sense. But I'm kind of glad that they went with Mikey because, mm -hmm. you know, of all the characters, you would think they'd be suicidal and have dark thoughts and just be a all around just, you know, butt munch. You would not expect it to be Michelangelo. And that's what I really liked about this story. It was something uh, about it that just like it, we saw a new a new place for Mikey, a new like a new mm -hmm. story for him. It's something totally new and I loved it. And I'm glad that Tom Waltz, uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird all came back to write this. So. And they had a fun time with it, too. They they really did plucking the heartstrings. I don't think there was one book where I didn't like get teary eyed. Uh, I see someone in chat because I know we're interacting with chat saying, "Can you talk yeah, about yeah. some cool underrated Marvel characters?" Uh, 
this is about Ninja Turtles. Uh, yeah, maybe we're going to be talking time. about Last Ronin. Maybe, yeah, maybe another time. Yeah, I keep seeing that one too. But yeah, we are talking about the Last Ronin. So maybe maybe we'll do that for another episode. Maybe maybe we'll get some people on here and we'll talk about that. No worries, no worries, guys. I want you guys to interact with us. Tell us your favorite part about Ninja, uh, the Ninja Turtles. Who's your favorite turtle? Whatever, and tell us why. Yeah. You know, like interact with us. That is the whole point of the TikTok Live podcast. So I'm so excited to be. So yeah, there, there's a good question right there. What is your favorite issue of Last Ronin? Of all of the books that re- that came out. Three issue three. three was your yes. Well, which one was that? That's the 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 one where they get ready to attack Baxter Stockman. That's where you see that uh, there's a, something off about Casey Jones, the his daughter, where you you think maybe she's a little mutated. That's the one where she discovers his journal and stuff, where she wants to him to train her like he wants to, she wants him to be her master splinter and he's like no right. I'm, I'm not doing that and i think that's the one where donatello dies donatello and master splinter no. uh no, no that's, that's issue i two. believe that's issue four that's issue four issue, issue two four. was Raphael. uh no that was leonardo and casey jones i believe yeah it's yeah that was that one that's one where baxter stockman attacked yeah yeah, and, and you know, I love that issue, but there's one tiny little detail that I wish they could have changed. Here's what I think they should have done. I think they should have had Donatello in that building who mm-hmm. gets killed by Baxter Stockman, and they should have had Leonardo in Japan with Master Splinter trying to do the peace negotiation. Yeah, Honestly, because... I feel like it would have fit better for both of them. Leo, you know, Leo's the, the leader, the so of course he would go with their dad, and you know... Yeah. Tech mind against tech mind, you'd have Baxter versus uh, Donnie, and then Donnie would fail, and that would be his greatest failure is not saving everyone and dying. Yeah, and, you know, overall this, but for me, I'm over here, I'm trying to talk about everything here. Um, Like, (laughs) my favorite issue, if I had to pick of all of them, I'm not going to lie to you, I think the, the literal, actually the last book, like the, the final book, like the fight between Heroku Roto and Michelangelo mm-hmm. and then Casey Jones Jr., which is what I'm calling her, Casey Jones Jr. Yeah. Um, you know, getting the book and then that final page where we see the four oh, little that final page. And the little incubator. And yeah. I am and we will definitely be talking about that because I already know we got theories and I know. So guys, for everybody who has read the final issue of last Ronin, start writing up your theories, what you think the, what's going to happen next. But so let, let's talk about like the actual coming back of Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. How did you feel when you heard that they were going to be working together? Cause didn't they have like a falling out before this? They had a falling out in the nineties over Venus of all things, because uh, <laughs> Peter Laird did not, believe in making a fifth turtle and Kevin Eastman just wanted the, that, that sweet, sweet money. Cause he got that movie money. So yeah. TV show money would be really great. And, uh, well, they, they did have that big falling out and they didn't talk to each other for many, many years. If you watch yeah. the Netflix documentary, the toys that made us the Ninja Turtles episode, you actually see the reunion at the end of that. And it's bittersweet because it's two best friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who started writing a comic book in their studio apartment one night and then they come back to start writing a comic book again and it's like nothing changed like why did they even fight and it's it's so sweet to see that because they put love and care in both of these characters and kevin did his best all those years by himself to keep the franchise alive 
And uh, it's it was just amazing to see them both working together again. Yeah, and it's crazy because now Venus is back. You know, Venus has mm-hmm. recently come back. It's been 24 years since we've heard from Venus, but now she's back and we're hearing so much about it. Mm-hmm. So back to the last Ronin. I, I, I don't know what was going through their minds. They always said that this was the story that they wanted to tell. And yep. you and I both know, as comic book nerds, we know that when a writer says that, that usually means they're about to retire. Yep, that's the end. They're done after I, that. I was not ready. Like, literally, I, there's so many live streams that people have seen me on saying, like, I'm not ready for Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird to retire. I'm not ready for no. that. So what? where did you, did you think that they were going that direction as well? I felt like it, because I think it's issue one or two of the original Mirage comics, like at the end of it yeah. is the last Ronin. And they said one day that will be their last Ninja Turtle story, because that's how they planned on ending the franchise. But, you know, obviously with comic books, you can never end the franchise. End the franchise, so especially create Ninja Turtles. The, mm-hmm, create your one-off world with the original creators, and then there you go. If someone wants to pick it up afterwards, they can have it, but you told your story. So let's talk about the art direction that they went there is a lot of mixtures with the flashbacks and the mm-hmm. the Kevin Eastman coming in and doing a couple panels. How how'd you feel about seeing that again? Like I for one loved it. I thought it was so cool and it was a great way of telling the story of pushing it along and and knowing that you're actually going backwards in time and forward in time because when if you notice when they did the flashbacks they did Kevin Eastman artwork as if they were yeah. going back in time a little bit when mm-hmm. Kevin Eastman was doing the art and I I thought that was super interesting. I like the mixture of the art. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember the names that's worked on the books, but they they did amazing. I love the lines. I love the colors to the book. The colors to the future is beautiful. Uh, I yeah. love the last Ronin's look. I know it's very Dark Knight inspired, but it's it's great. Yeah, no, the the last Ronin look is amazing. And, you know, it wasn't until Boss Logic really jumped on. It was like three months after the first book. Uh, the yep. creator, Boss Logic, made a photo for it. And everybody was just like, what is this? And I was like, you are not ready for this. Like, I'm not even ready for this. <laughs> you know, so it's crazy to see how, like, how it is, like, growing up and just seeing these characters. So yeah, actually let's, let's talk about that for a second. How, how you grew up with Ninja Turtles. I grew up with Ninja Turtles. How yep. did you feel watching the turtles die and, and like not die from another writer? I mean, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Yep. We're killing the original writers. The, the, and we're artists. talking the original writers and artists. How did you feel? Because this is the way they wanted them to go out. It was bittersweet. Like, there's a few things I would have changed, but seeing the way Raph went out thinking that Splinter was dead, getting revenge on Karai, that was the perfect ending for him. Uh, seeing them go to Japan, even though, like, I knew it was a trap. Like, there's no way Shredder would have surrendered to them, but it was just, it was a, a perfect send off if you're going to kill off the turtles in that way, because. I mean, if you're killing them, you got to go all out because like it was established in that book, they have healing factors. 
So they yes. will come back. So you got to do it in the most brutal way possible. Seeing Michelangelo torture himself for all those years, staying in the mountains of Japan, being called a monster, and then coming back to New York to just kill himself was beautiful. Like, you, you, that's the one thing you don't expect from the party goofy dude is yeah. all that uh, survivor's guilt. And now we're about to get a prequel of Michelangelo mm-hmm. the in lost the mountains. Years. The Lost Years. I am so excited for that. How, how, like, honestly, I was a little upset that they didn't announce like a direct sequel, but I, I guess uh, um, The Lost Years could be fun. I've heard rumors. It's just rumors right now, but there is work on a sequel. It will be a few years away, though, because uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird's not doing it, but someone else is picking it up. Okay, that's interesting. It's probably going to be Tom Waltz. If it's going to be anybody, it better be him. Like uh, Right now, he's doing the Armageddon game for IDW, which I am actually yep. doing a video tonight because I forgot to do my video for that. And I've been so behind <laughs> on my reading. I literally, I had, to, I had to, I contacted IDW Publishing today and I was like, guys, I am so sorry. <laughs> I feel so bad. Like, I felt so bad. I was like, you guys rely on me to make like videos for you guys. And I'm so sorry I didn't do it. I but, forgot to mail out the comic books I gave away. I, it was Friday, like, Four o'clock in the evening, and the post office yeah. is about to close. I'm like, oh god! I messaged them. I was like, I'll do it Monday morning, and they said that's fine. Right? Yeah. No, they they uh, IDW everybody. Uh, both both sixty second comic facts and I ha- do have a relationship with them, and we do work mm-hmm. with them from time to time. So it's super cool. And they're great. It, I wish I could go back in time and tell like eight year old Ben that he's going to help promote the Ninja Turtles. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god. I, I I wish I could go back and tell myself that because it's like one of the coolest things that I can brag about. Like I tell people that and they don't even believe me. I'm just like, let me pull up my phone and show, let me it show you. <laughs> let me show you. That's not my profile. Uh, that is the IDW publishing profile. <laughs> someone said in the chat, I think the turtles are a lot darker than I realized. Yeah, the comic book turtles, they uh they oh, really yeah. get into it. Yeah, no, let's talk about that for a second. Because when Ninja Turtles were first created, they weren't made for kids. No, uh, no, it was a mature comic book. It was very mature. Um, believe it or not, it was not made for kids until the TV show came out back in 1987. No, they like, they killed Kevin Shredder Eastman. in the first issue of the yes. original comic run. They, they killed off. him. Mm-hmm. And, and they didn't care. Yeah, and Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, they still like are in that mindset from time to time. Like I feel like there's mm-hmm. somebody at IDW that's just like, yo, guys calm down our main demographic are eight-year-olds um you need to calm down for a second (laughs) and they're just like no let's put shredder in hell like yeah (laughs) like which and we'll have demon ninja turtles fighting shredder because that's his worst fear you know like okay uh, all right this is good i by the way guys if you've never read shredder in hell do it like literally read any, anything from idw i freaking love the idw runs like i'm gonna tell you right now i i'm starting to like it a little more than the original stuff like mm-hmm. I, I i love the idw verse like that's what i'm calling it now the idw yep. verse that that is patent pending um idw verse so and the last ronin is kind of like a spinoff to the idw verse so yep it's crazy so let's talk um what who is your favorite? Who, who is your favorite turtle? It's Donatello, right? Yeah, like Donatello. Yeah, 
Yeah, I knew because I, I I felt it. I felt I felt the connection that I knew there was a connection between us that way because Donatello is one of my favorites. But seeing all Michelangelo, nerds love Donatello. Every that's, nerd, that's how it I is. Guarantee it. <laughs> it. It's so crazy to see like how all the nerds together are talking about Donatello, and I'm just like, dude, I'm so glad that he's getting the love that he deserves, bro. That's why I was hoping probably... he'd be the last Ronin. I was like, oh, here's his big time to shine. Who knows? Maybe one day. Maybe one day. We will get to see. So let's talk. And by the way, guys, we will be talking about other stuff outside of the last run and after everything. So mm-hmm. we, don't worry. I am noticing your questions. Like a lot of people are asking about Venus because uh, we did bring her up for a little yeah. bit. But who knows? We, we may talk about Jenica, the other female turtle, and so many other characters. So don't worry, guys. We will get to your questions. I promise. So let's talk about like theories that we have for the last Ronin, um, both the prequel and the sequel. Like, let's talk about the prequel first. So everybody, drop yeah. some theories if you guys have any theories for what you guys will be thinking. What was Mikey up to? What do you think Mikey was doing besides training and crying and thinking about how he failed his family? Because he was gone for what? 16 three years. Sixteen years. Sixteen years. Oh wow! I, I well, yeah, because. Because Casey was gone. Casey was wasn't even born yet before. Oh yeah, Casey left. wasn't even born yet. So yeah, yeah, yeah probably she's about like 14, 16, 16, 17, 14, something like 16, that. Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, she she's Kate Bishop age. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like maybe he fought some mutants in the mountain. Uh, got good with some village people because what that that tea guy was still there when he came to Japan, right? And the one at yeah. Splendor's Grape, yes. Uh, what's the rabbit's name? I can never remember the rabbit's name. Usagi? Yeah. Do you think Usagi oh, taught him different bro. forms of martial arts? I would love that. Like, if they made Usagi canon to the... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That'd be so dope. Because, I mean, that's, that's his area animal, right there, Japan. Yeah, animal people are like... Yeah, like, Usagi doesn't usually, like, exist in the Ninja Turtles. Like, it's kind of like a multiverse kind of thing. But... Mm-hmm. Putting him in the actual timeline, like maybe he's like a mutant, ter- like a mutant rabbit. Mm-hmm. Bro, I like that. That's dope. I I love that idea. No, yeah, Mikey man, had I to learn thinking... how to use the swords and stuff too. And I mean, he was never one right. to pay attention while training. Yeah, and, and you know, it's actually kind of interesting because the nunchuck nunchucks are like one of the hardest to to master. Believe it or yep. not. Yep. <laughs> and, um, and he got it. So. Oh my god! Yeah, and apparently user uh, use it username says that yeah. Oh, you're finally in the stream. Okay, well I you know what I'm gonna say that yes was for that theory because that theory was awesome, dude. <laughs> I, I freaking love it. Like that, like Usagi trained Mikey after he lost his family. That's dope. I love that idea. Yeah. Now I, let, I like let's it talk. Too. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I have anything I could top that, so I'm not even gonna say anything. So <laughs> let, 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 let's just let's just go on to the prequel. So so at the end of the book, we see that Michelangelo is in purgatory with his brothers. And mm-hmm. then on top of that, we get back and there's four little turtles being in an incubator with mutagen. So Casey Jones Jr. is growing some turtles so that way mm-hmm. she can train them for the next um, mission. What what do you think is going to happen? Like, do you think what, what kind of turtles we think we're going to get? What, what kind of team? Like last time, I was hoping... It was either two male, two female, or two female turtles, and then they name them after uh, famous women throughout time. Like the the turtles were named after famous Renaissance artists. Uh, I would love to see that. Uh, K- 
Casey training them and then going more in on her because, well, the big reveal at the end of the book is she's a mutant. She's a mutant by contact with the other Ninja Turtles. Casey Jones got some uh, some uh, infected, you know. He got some Spider-Man syndrome. Yeah, he yeah, got some of that Spider-Man <laughs> stuff. And, he popped uh, that into April O'Neil, and uh, now, <laughs> now we got a mutagen baby. Um. <laughs> I, I would love to see the baby turtles get some different weapons instead of just being carbon copies of the other turtles. Like right. maybe futuristic weapons because, well, we are in the future and new New York was pretty awesome when you first saw it. Yeah, it was. And I like and I like the idea of two male, two female, but I'm thinking all female turtles. I like that I, idea. I'd go for it. If you're going for it, go all in. And yeah, obviously the Renaissance artists and maybe maybe two of them, they, one of them could be named Venus, one could be named Jenica if they wanted to do that. They could yep. totally do that. You know, so, um, but... I feel like it will be for female turtles. Here's the reason why. I mean, April O'Neil. Casey Jones is now a woman because mm-hmm. Casey Jones is daughter. And April O'Neil and Casey Jones in this book had a daughter together, and she's named Casey after her father who had died. And so we have, on top of that, we have so many other, like we have, a, like. There, Someone there was is. wanting to see the panel of the baby yeah. turtles. There are the baby turtles right there with Casey Jones Jr. She, it, oh my gosh, I love that panel, dude. I kind of want to get. That's actually. I kind of want to get the mutagen. They're. Go ahead. The the mutagen they're getting is actually uh, Michelangelo's blood. Yeah, because April took blood samples from Mikey before he died, so that's a uh, that's that's pretty strange when you think about. It. They're just chilling in turtle blood. <laughs> and, and it kind of makes them uh, related to the four original turtles at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that that, but I like it because we have a we have like a female, all female like leads there. And who mm-hmm. do you think they're going to be fighting if they do go on to like see that? Who do you think? Who do you think they're going to fight? Like you said last time, I'd love to see Rat King, a future Rat okay. King, take over full. Especially because Rat King is making his way. Especially like if Tom Waltz will be take. He loves Rat King, believe yep. it or not, and you can tell. So I would love to see the Rat King go up against um, these new turtles, and I feel like that's a good like first enemy. Uh, or mm-hmm. uh, so somebody asked, are they confirmed? De-? Yes, they. they yeah. All of the Ninja Turtles are dead. Um, in the final book, uh, Michelangelo died uh, fighting the grandson of. Of the Shredder, it oh my god, Shredder next generation. Ah man, no, I don't want to see another Shredder. <laughs> what, what, what? I, I would like to see the, the Krang. Yo, yeah, yeah. Let's see the Krang. That would be dope. Yeah, so I it, would like to see. There's Raph's yeah. death. Oh my god, he yeah, died from Karai. Stabbed. Karai stabbed him through the chest. Um, Donatello took an arrow to the knee. Um, yep. That that's an old school meme there for all my uh, millennials out there. Um, and Leo took a bomb to the head with Casey Jones. Bomb to the head with Casey Jones, yeah. And then Michelangelo died fighting a villain and giving off a. Oh my gosh, guys, read the last Ronin. It is probably one of the great. Yes. There is a saying in comic book world that ninety eight ninety percent of comic books is just straight crap. Okay. But then there's that 10%, and excuse my French, but that's fucking literature, 
Okay, mm-hmm. like, 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 and yeah, and- I had I had to put the emphasis on that F word. Okay, I'm sorry for all the kids listening, <laughs> but like literature. Okay, that's what this is. Okay, the the last Ronin. You got Invincible. You got like generations you got so much yeah you got everybody's like bet yes read the last run this is this is like idw is gonna be so proud of me they're like yo we're gonna look so <laughs> it's really great like they took their time with the story i think what two and a half years for five issues but yes they took their time with the writing they went back they listened to fans like you can look at some of the stuff like that fans had like feedback on with issue one and issue two they changed it a little bit they uh yeah they weren't afraid to go dark with it they they uh they told the story they wanted to tell because if you go back and read i think it's issue two of the mirage comics the last Ronin synopsis is right at the end of that. Like it's got yeah. everything and it. it even gives away who the last Ronin is. They knew it was going to be Michelangelo all the way back yeah. then. And uh, somebody said, well, wait, we told you the ending. No guys, even this podcast alone, like we did say spoilers by the way, but uh, on top of that, um, guys, <laughs> seriously read it. Like just because like, it's not about the ending. It's about the story from the beginning to the ending. You know, it's like yeah. telling you Iron Man dies in Endgame, but there's so much more story than that. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's so, a, there's a lot that Mikey goes through that we haven't even covered yet. Like he goes through a lot, and then the way he bounces back from it is great too. When he finds hope to keep going, like literally in because, the first issue, he tried to kill himself. Yeah, it yeah. was and he stabbed himself right in the chest. Yeah, with with Leo's sword, I believe. It was, find uh, the dude, you're gonna fall. Don't find the panel, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, guys. I have it on. I have it on standby. You got. He's got it's, it on. It's standby. great. It, it is a such a is such a sad book. But guys, totally go check out the last Ronin. But let's talk about and one the best thing that a part. Lot of, oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, the best part about the last Ronin even if you haven't read any of the current Ninja Turtles or even Ninja Turtles at all, if you've only seen 1989, 2012, 2003 Turtles. As long as you're familiar with the story, that's all you can do. You can just jump on, write an issue one, and they tell you everything that happens. They let you know, they fill you in on all the missing gaps that they can Mm -hmm. for right now, all the stuff they know. And you can catch on fairly quickly because I haven't read any of the IDW before I read this one. And then I went back and read all the IDW and it's, it's great. It is amazing stuff. Like I'm loving it. It is so great. Like, like somebody's asking about the 2012 show. Yeah. Like if you just watched the 2012 show, you can check that out. Mm-hmm. You can check this out and you will know exactly like Karai is in this book. Uh, like Karai is a kid. That's all. But yep. they explain that. They explain that. It, yep. And it, it's super good. Yeah, like literally, all you have to do is just be familiar with the turtles, as yeah. which someone said they only is. watched the 2012 series. Well, well, you got some watching to do, buddy. Few episodes <laughs> is uh, what the the mute 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 or something like that. It's pretty much yeah. Old Man Wrath. That story is kind of like the Last Ronin, but yep. there's consequences and the turtles die. Like it's that great like i think kevin eastman even wrote that episode the or those I'm sure he did. four episodes where donatello like really great consciousness into a he uh to a chappy robot uh yeah uh leonardo became mutated twice uh yeah. mikey became a hermit in the desert 
Uh, Casey Jones died. April O'Neil died. Uh, everyone got mutated. Master Splinter died. Like it's that great, and that ending where you see the turtles walking with uh, Splinter at the end—that's that same type of uh, feeling you'll get—is at the end of this comic run. When I like, I don't I usually when I read when I read comics like sometimes I get a little teary eyed, you know, like like mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like this last book, man, I cried. Like I literally like I I had to like I put the book down and I had to like I had to get a drink. Like I literally walked out. Like I was in college at the time, so I walked down to the strip. I went down and I had to, I, I bought myself a drink. I was like, I, I was in tears. And the bartender was actually asking me, he's like, dude, you okay? I was like, no. I was like, <laughs> he's like, what's wrong, man? I was like, Michelangelo died, man. <laughs> and, you know, like, he was like, how many of you had? I was just like, just the one, just the one. <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was, uh, I, we, we really bonded over that but uh yeah no guys like i legit i was in tears and you know i'm actually kind of thinking about getting some of the tiktokers together like like i would love to have you narrate it since you're like the narrator of comic books Mm -hmm. and i would you know get me as michelangelo sir superhero as donatello uh, nikhil clayton as leonardo and obviously the only person that can play wrath is panda red i want to do that final scene where mikey wakes up in in purgatory oh my god yes i've seen some people do it on youtube and it's beautiful but but yeah i would like i you know like you lead it in and then it's like all four of us like talking and then Maybe get uh maybe get like um Nick Avenger as like Casey or something mm-hmm. like oh my god dude and somebody is Splinter oh my god dude I, I that I'm would be goosebumps. great I've been fi- but like literally the only one that I have dead set is I would like Panda Red as Raphael that is the oh, only yeah, yeah, one perfect perfect that, there is no other person that I would want as Raphael if we were picking TikTokers mm-hmm. so yeah but I I've been thinking about it I might reach out to him. This is still an idea that I, and it would literally take like a day or five to just, yeah, yeah just get some voice lines in, edit. Yeah, literally just got to get the voice. I was just like, just read the, just read the, read the lines out of the book. And oh my God, it'll be so good. It'll be so good. We know what we got to do. But, we know what we got to do. Got, got, what's got that? to message IDW about it too. And like, they'll, they'll promote it too. Like, they'll Straight love up, that. Dude. They'll love that. Tom Waltz would love it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, like, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get on Tom Waltz's good side. If you guys haven't noticed yet, um, uh, you know. I saw Nerdy Ashley say in chat, uh, anyone looking to buy IDW has it on their site way cheaper than Amazon, which IDW does price their comics very fairly. I, so IDW, it, it, it's yeah, Idea Design Works, guys. That, by the way, mm-hmm. that's what it stands for. I just figured, I figured that out a couple of days ago. <laughs> I, I did not know that. But I was looking at one of the packages they sent me, and I was like, "Is that what that stands for?" All right. Like, okay. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the on the new event series? Okay, so there. Well, let let's start to wrap up our last run and talk. There is one issue that I do want to talk about, though. Well, not issue, but like a debate that a lot of people are having is whether this should be a movie, like animated or live action, whatever. What do you think? I don't really want to see live action if they do do it animated and don't rush it don't make it one movie it's got to be at least two parts like you got to give it time to flesh out like i either do the past events first and then lead up to the last ronin or jump back and forth like the comic book like mikey comes across a certain point and then it flashes back to that turtle that died there 
Yeah, and that's part of the reason why I don't want it as a movie. Actually, I like as much as I would love to see it. I don't think it would work. That's the thing. Like, I feel like it only works as a meeting. You guys know how Alan Moore just like hates everything that is adapted from his work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, it's kind of the same for the Last Ronin and me. Like, I don't think it would work. Like, here's the thing: because if they were to do it in a movie, they would do it literally the way. Like, all the turtles would die first. Then Mikey would go to the mountains, and then he would come back. So literally, for the first 15 minutes, it's going to be action-packed and amazing, but then it's just going to be boring mm-hmm. as hell for the next hour, you know? <laughs> so it's like, and, and then we get to that final fight with Orodu Hiroko. Uh, or, or Oroku Hiroto. Sorry, I got his name. Yeah, Oroku Hiroto with his cybernetic crows. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie. That suit looked badass. Badass <laughs> suit there. Not going to yeah. lie. But it was, I, that's the whole reason. But, you know, honestly, and even if they did the flashback kind of deal like they did in the book, it, I still don't feel like it would work. I feel like it works best as a comic book. So, like, if you want to read I guess it, it just really depends on how they write the movie. Because they really gotta, they got to, they got to get into it without making it seem like it's dragging, but not yeah. rushing it at the same time. So, like, um... But here's the another thing. It would also be produced by Nickelodeon, meaning that it's probably not going to happen. Um, and the reason why True. is because yeah, cause... The, their main demographic would be eight-year-old little kids. And the last <laughs> yeah. thing what we're going to show these kids is all of the Ninja Turtles get brutally murdered in front of their face. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And, like... Even it, like I remember when they said that Batman and the Ninja Turtles was getting a movie. I was like, "What?" I re- yeah. I was like, "No, are you serious?" And then I saw, I was like, "Oh, they cut a lot of stuff out of this." So I was like, "So yeah, yeah, they uh, cut yeah, a lot I, out." I mean, I still like the movie, but they cut a lot out of it, guys. So you have no idea. So it, it's so crazy. But you know, now that we talked about the last one, let's talk about Ninja Turtles because I see a lot of people asking. Uh, about the uh, the Ninja Turtles, so let's go. Let me scroll through some questions, right quick. Um, some I... people are asking, like, since they're dead, do I have to pick a new ni- favorite Ninja Turtle? No, no, no of course no, not. Because no, no. technically, guys, the last is, Ronin is this a is canon. canon. It is a it's dystopian future. It's yeah, it's, it's like an Elseworlds. Elseworld what if you know? Parallel universe, like uh, what is that movie? Uh, the 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 one where they cross over the the nineteen eighty nine the two thousand three turtles. It's like that where they looked into the multiverse in that movie. The last oh yeah, Roman or how they did there. in the two thousand twelve. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah no I I get exactly what you have. Uh, got I got the issues one through five at my public library app. They seem to have them all. Nerdy Ashley, Woo! you are about to yeah. cry your eyes out. Um, don't show this to your young one because he ain't, he ain't ready for this. Uh, like, no. No. <laughs> I know you got a little one that loves Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it ain't going to end well for anybody. Um, <laughs> now, here's so, the great part. If, if you have the physical copies for The Last Ronin, this is a real eye candy for collectors. Every issue, yes. except for five, which is black, is this the Ninja Turtles colors? Like you have the red, the blue, the purple, and the orange, mm-hmm. and then you have black, which is the last Ronin. That's dope. I never noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Like that was that the first thing so I cool. noticed when they sent it. I was like, "Oh my god, it's the Ninja Turtles colors! <laughs> it's their mask." That's dope. And then the last one, which is the last Ronin, the last story. So it wraps black. it all oh up. My god. 
So somebody else was saying, I really think an animated movie would be amazing for non-comic book reader. That is true. That is true. But mm-hmm. I feel like the best way to absorb this story is by reading it. You know, I, uh, I feel like if they do make Watchmen, an animated movie. Know? Yeah. I feel like if they do make an animated movie, it would inspire people to go read the book because Watchmen really popped off again after the movie came out. So that did the Avengers when the Avengers came out. And I feel like if Nickelodeon does do it, since it's a darker story, maybe let Netflix take the lead on it and then just Amen. just have or even I Paramount. Totally... I think Paramount does it, too. Just, just throw that Nickelodeon plus, tagline yeah. on there. They don't have to promote it from Nickelodeon. Just let Paramount or Netflix promote that stuff and free and money. And if you do do it, rate it R. Rate it R. Yeah. TVMA like, if you have to. You're right. Like, as much as I would like it to be PG-13, so that way more parents would be okay with their kids watching it, overall, I think it has to be rated R. There, there's no mm. way around that. You know? So what what is your opinions on Casey and April creating more turtles? Well, oh yeah, well, what's your opinion on that on that final page on the last issue? Well, you got to keep the story of the Ninja Turtles going. It's a it's a always expanding story and I think yep. it's great because this is a next generation or shall you say mutation, next mutation <laughs> next, of the Ninja no, it's Turtles. Not next mutation. <laughs> not the next mutation. No, don't oh, watch that man. show. But uh yeah, like they could expand, they could go on, they could make this a, a side series with their, you know, with their current title, with the main title. They could have Tales of the Last Ronin or the Ninja Turtles, the next generation, which they probably would call it the next mutation. Too but right. uh, yeah, That's like you could, you could have brand new villains, futuristic villains, uh, bring back legacy villains, uh, just go on all out with it. Yeah. And somebody made a comment earlier. I don't know if they're still in here, but it was like really early in the podcast. But they were saying when we were talking about the weapons between the turtles and how the nunchucks are actually like super difficult to learn. Yet Michelangelo learned how to do it. Somebody Mm -hmm. mentioned they said that their weapons are actually opposite of what the character is. Like Donatello and his bow staff. That's a simple that's a simple weapon. Simple weapon for an intelligent mind. Yeah. Katana. it it's sharp. It cuts fast. It it you know like yeah yeah. Raphael like size. Yeah, I never even thought about that, and I was like, oh, look at that. That that's pretty cool. Good on you, Kevin Eastman. Yeah, I like that. I know. Like huh. somebody mentioned that earlier, and I was like, I gotta <laughs> tell him about this because I don't know if he saw this. It was by Ao Preacher. That's who said it. And um, somebody else has been asking. Like, uh, about Venus. Somebody wants to know about Venus and their story. Well, the, she was created for the Next Mutation uh, live-action mm-hmm. TV show that nobody likes. But more recently, she has been int- reintroduced in IDW as, like, a Frankenstein monster turtle. It's, uh, yep. it's super dope. And they use a dragon scale to bring her to life. It's super dope. Yeah, um, she's a mystical turtle. Like, she's master of uh, mystical arts. She's like, think of her as the Doctor Strange turtle. Yeah, she's a Doctor Strange turtle. <laughs> so, and there, there's so many other characters, and I'm so glad everybody, everybody keep up. We got a couple more minutes left. Uh, if you guys want to throw in some more questions, I'm going to keep scrolling. We got more message. Well, what a twist. Yeah, I know. It's so crazy. Um, here we go. 
Yeah, everybody, everybody's freaking out about that one. That one, yeah, guys, check out Ninja <laughs> Turtles are cool, man. Like, I, yeah. I think it's so dope that so many people are like getting into it now. It's, I feel like Ninja Turtles is something that should live on forever, like Star Wars, just not as yeah, toxic. Yeah. But um, you know, um, <laughs> let's hope not. Let's hope not. Right. I, I, I really hope Ninja Turtles don't get as toxic as Star. I don't know if you can. Like, I remember there was one Star Wars TikToker uh. that went to politics. She left tiktok star wars tiktok to talk about politics because it was less toxic that that says a lot (laughs) i I guess if you like ninja turtles and you go to politics no more mutants (laughs) x-men yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah did somebody else say x-men or was that just my voice i think that was you okay so that was my voice coming back to you all right i was just making sure so somebody so people are asking me this what do we think of last ter- last ninja ter- last Ronin, what would you rate it out of five, man? Out of, uh, out of five, I'd yeah. give it a four point five out of five. I I wish there was a few things they went in more on, like Hiroto Oroko. I didn't feel like I really got a good grasp of his character because some of his motives changed between yeah. a few issues. Because like he was a real big mama's boy, and then at the end he wasn't a mama's he just boy. Killed and I was his like, mom okay, to... yeah, I was like, what? I'm like, what are you going right. to do about that? Uh, but overall, I, I, I give it a 4.5 out of 5. Definite read. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you want to get it, if you can, get the get the book. Get the hardcover book they came out with because uh, it's a yeah, nice Yeah, literally book. just came out. Literally, you could probably find it at a local comic book store. or Actually, you know what? Barnes & Noble, uh, Books A Million will definitely have it. Yep. That is for sure. With how well it's sold, there's no way, there's no doubt in my mind that they won't have it. And obviously, comic book stores go support local yep. comic book shops. And obviously, yep. there's idwpublishing.com, who were so so good to us for the past two years, yep. especially with this. And I'm so glad that I got the opportunity to help promote it. It was so dope, uh, super cool. And oh, ugh, move my camera. It was so cool. So. 60 Second Comic Facts, thanks for coming on, man, and talking about Last oh, Ronin with it's us. it's been great. I love dude, talking it, turtles. Dude, I love talking comics with you, bro. Like, literally, I feel like I we have to do all the reviews, like, with you. Like, I feel like you're, like, the review comic book guy. If, like, a big mm. story comes out, we got to get you on the podcast. Maybe Captain Comics Rex and maybe, like, uh, for the love of comics, get all of you. 60 Second W's, dude. That's what you should change. <laughs> see that. That's dope. I like that. And so, dude, thank you so much for coming on, man. It's always a pleasure. Where can you plug yourself in? Tell us where we can find you on the interwebs. Uh, well, of course, on here, sixty second comic facts. Uh, same thing on Twitter. Same thing on Instagram. And uh, yeah, that's about it. That's all I do. Yeah, and same for me. You can follow me at Shuby Dubert at S C H U B Y D O O B R T here. <laughs> Or you could do that on Instagram. You could do it on Twitter. I'm on all of that. And also the Comic Comedy Podcast Instagram. And you guys can follow this podcast at thegeekcollective.net. Super cool place. They are super awesome. And we should also, I think we should throw in the Nerd Initiative. Yeah. I, yep. I think the I think uh, Nerd Initiative we website. The Nerd Initiative, both me and 60 Second Comic Facts, are writers for the. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, our writers for the uh, for the Nerd Initiative, where we mm-hmm. talk about nerdy stuff by nerds for nerds, started by Mr. Marvelite and Superhero Talk, both great guys. And I actually have a article that I'm working on right now that's about startup comic book companies like Mirage. Oh, 
So thank you. Yeah. So a lot of cool stuff coming up and guys, I will be doing this every Saturday, 8 PM central time um, with a new guest every week, hopefully. So let's get this going. Thank you guys, everybody for interacting. I had so much fun talking about the last Ronin Ringo. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, anytime, Ben. I love it. Uh, we got to talk uh, about Dark Crisis and a- AXE when it comes out. When it's done, we will totally mm-hmm. run that down, man. All right, dude. You have a great day, all right? All right, you too. See ya. Thank right, you, everybody, for joining. See you guys.